Hey, I am Autumn hey. Webb. Oh shit! <laughs> I was trying to do our <laughs> intro. <laughs> okay, take two. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Still No Plan. I am Autumn Webb, and I'm Jordan Granger, and we're so happy you're here. I feel like I have noticed. Well, I was noticing, like, literally right before we started recording that. We're recording kind of late, like later than we have in a while. And I feel like it's because it's getting light here earlier. And so I'm like, or it's like staying light here longer. So I'm like, this is like normal. And so, <laughs> but when it gets dark, like at 5 p.m., we're literally like, ooh, 7 p.m. is like, that's bedtime. <laughs> like, I will not be talking at 7 p.m. And today I was like, why not 7? Like, I'm going to Pilates at 6.45 or 5.45, which is like so late for me for the uh-huh. past six months. So I was really appreciating and it's sunny outside. So I was like very much appreciating the spring vibes today. Um, And I had a big thing happen at work. So that was like, at least I had like energy at work today, which was nice. And yeah, things are good. Mm -hmm. I know that it's so in, in San Diego, it's been like worse than Seattle weather for the last three months, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so funny how, just energizing the sun is like it was the first sunny day in a while today and me and my coworkers were outside in the dog park for like 30 minutes like this is amazing it is beautiful outside and it's like normally that's how it is like I would say 80 percent of the days here but it's been so long since we've had that that everyone is like I love it I love San Diego and also that's been um like lighter later. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to stay up later, which is crazy because for the last, I feel like six months I've been like, Ooh, it's 5. PM. I got to get ready for bed now. (laughs) Like Like I'm starting my wind down ritual and my schedule is clear. Uh (laughs) Like we will not be in touch past 5. PM. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's really, it is. I mean, it's honestly mind blowing how much the physical like impact is of sunlight and you don't appreciate it until it's gone. Like that's what I've noticed with Seattle. Cause like I grew mm-hmm. up in Hawaii and then lived in LA for school. And so it was honestly the opposite where like cloud, I would love like a cloudy day or like a stormy rainy day. But then I came up here and I like freaking love the sunshine and you just tell like every, and it's funny, like the community loves the sunshine. Like I will be walking and like, dog walks in the winter like nobody says hi to each other nobody looks Mm -hmm. at each other like no no eye contact no smiling in the summer everyone's like hey good morning how are you doing like it's so funny and so it's really like uh it's a good way to bring the community together the sunshine I know know. and people are like it's bad to talk about the weather I'm like what if the weather makes me happy like (laughs) What if it what if it's does... the only thing on my mind right now? <laughs> like, what if I can only think about how good the sun makes me feel? I know. Like, <laughs> then what? <laughs> it's the only thing bringing me joy. Let me freaking talk about it in this 8 a.m. meeting. Uh-huh. Shut up. Well, I'm also like in San Diego when it is perfect all the time. It not being perfect is shocking. So everyone mm-hmm. is like, what the fuck is going on? I got so into the water year. Did you know that? <laughs> that the water year is different from the calendar year and the water year starts in October every year and goes until August. And I was just fascinated because I was like, there's, we have to be getting more rain than normal. This is insane. 
And um, so I've been really invested in, in the weather specifically. So fuck everyone who says it's not good topic of conversation because I am interested in it and I like the weather. It's fascinating. That's kind of like when the ice storm was here and it was like so weird. And Kai and I were joking because we were like watching the weather channel, which we've literally <laughs> never done. And the guy on the weather channel was so energized and you just know that he was like this is the most viewers I'm ever going to get in my entire life because nobody has cared about the weather until right now (laughs) and Uh like everyone's paying attention he was like it was like his Super Bowl like it was the craziest thing and it was it was kind of cute we were like this we're happy for this guy (laughs) this is his moment and you can tell he's really he's living in it (laughs) it's his big break it is his big break um I feel like I had oh Oh, I started a show and I wanted to share. I okay. already texted you about it, but my show that I'm watching right now with Kai, we like randomly started it with my dad and Kai, which me, my dad and Kai all have very different preferences in shows. And like, if, if there's anything to be complained about in a show, my dad will complain about it the entire time to the point where I turn off the show and we won't watch it together. Like we can't watch, I can't watch Game of Thrones with him anymore because he hated the last season so much that if you watch any part of the entire show, he'll just talk shit about the last season the entire time. Like there's so many shows I cannot watch with him. He'll spoil endings because he doesn't like them. And so if you bring up a show and he didn't like the ending, he'll just tell you what happened. And you're like, I haven't gotten there. (laughs) Let me make my own decision. So anyway, hard crowd, tough crowd. And we were scrolling and we started one show and we did it. Oh, we, we started the newest season of Ted Lasso and he complaints were made. So we, we turned it off. <laughs> yeah. The latest season. He loved the first season. Didn't like the second or third season. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, this is the level of complaining that we're dealing grump. with. Yeah. <laughs> the grump level scale. of grump and criticism. Doesn't like Ted high. Lasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we found this show and it's on Apple TV plus and it's called shrinking. And I think it's kind of popular right now because a bunch of people like I've been texting people and people have said it, but I had not seen anything about it. And it's Jason Siegel and then Harrison Ford, which is so cute. And like the rest of the cast is cute, but I don't know who they are, but everyone like I love the cast and characters and it's kind of Ted Lasso season one vibe or like Schitt's Creek vibe where it's mm. a comedy, but it also is like very deep like they go into really important topics and like the people are going through a lot in the show and like there's very it's like kind of like a sad story but it's really cute and funny and like so feel good I'm like laughing out loud every single episode I'm crying like tears of joy tears of sadness like every single episode it's truly I think like since maybe Ted Lasso season one like the best show I've seen in a long time it's so Mm -hmm. cute so I highly recommend it to everyone. It's also, I love it because it's 30 minute episodes, which is nice because there's, it's hard to get like those, those quick, funny shows. Like there's not as many anymore. I just like end up mm-hmm. binge watching the office again. So highly recommend it to everyone. It's called shrinking Apple TV. So, so good. Well, I'm excited because now that Sean lives closer to me, we can like be better about watching shows together because it's not like, Oh, once a week we get to watch one episode of a show <laughs> so now we can be better about it and so once we finish Mandalorian which uh I have a funny story about because so Sean and I started the, the newest season of Mandalorian and something happened and I was like 
what what is that like it looked like a lightsaber but it wasn't and he's like it's a dark saber and I was like what is a dark saber and he was like that was like what the entire last season was about (laughs) was about (laughs) getting the dark saber and I was like I didn't watch it like no way I didn't watch that season (laughs) and he's like no you did because you wouldn't let me watch it without you like we watched it together you just don't know what's going on and I was like was I just like so enthralled by baby Yoda that I did not know what was going on (laughs) oh my god like a toddler (laughs) like the plot is like right over my head I'm like what's going every time baby Yoda comes on the screen I'm like he is so cute that's all I think (laughs) so no thoughts (laughs) oh my god I was cracking up like 10 minutes I was like no way that we I didn't watch that show like you you must have finished it without me he's like no I I didn't (laughs) like you watched it I thought you were going to say that Sean whipped out some like Star Wars lore. Like he like had the backstory of like, but the fact that it's from like the last season of the newest show that you guys watch together is just so much better. (laughs) Wow. That was your other girlfriend. Like I wasn't, I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) That's so, so good. Um, Yeah. Kai and I watched Mandalorian season one. Is there, how many seasons are out? I haven't, we didn't watch after that. See, I couldn't. You're like, I have no. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe four. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Oh my God. I really don't know. But um, that, that made me really, really happy. Um, Yeah. I feel like, I feel like maybe TV and, and also weather is like a good segue into our conversation yeah. today. <laughs> the topics have been good. We're like becoming, our, our concept of fun is shifting so much. And so I wanted to talk about this because it's like confusing and exciting and nice. And there's like a bit of like an identity loss that kind of comes with it because you're like mourning old versions of yourselves or like different versions of what you could be now but I'm also like really happy with what I'm doing now. And like I'm saying like, yeah, the sunshine makes me very happy. Like it's not like I'm not using it as filler conversation. Like it really does make me feel a good certain way. Watching a show on a Friday <laughs> night, like I couldn't even tell you what day of the week it is outside of like if I'm working or not, because I'm just like happy to just stay in and watch a show on a Friday night. And I like don't care about doing anything else. Like that is like what brings me joy and like makes me feel good now (laughs) and like we were in Hawaii and like we were just lounging just vibing and like that is all I Mm want to do all day is is just lounge like I'm cool to just relax and be at peace and it's so different because three years ago me two years ago me would think that I'm like the most boring like person on the in the world and like I just don't feel that way and so I wanted to kind of talk about this like how our senses of what is fun and what brings us joy has just like completely evolved. And I have some mm-hmm. stuff from my yoga class that I've been learning, which in, in my five hour lecture on Sunday, we were talking all about this and I was like, jaw was dropped. I was like, that's crazy. That's what's happening to me. And so, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to, to talk about all of that. Yes, I agree. Obviously, that's why we're talking about it. Um, I'm excited to hear about your yoga learnings. I didn't know that that was going to come into play, but I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I think 
not only would two years ago me think that I am boring now, I would also think that I was lying about like I like I feel like when I saw people in college who were like not partying as much as we were or like staying in and like they're like it's fun like I like to like have a night off I'm like no you don't like you're just lying Mm -hmm. and I would like think that it was like oh you're just I don't know doing that to take a break or whatever but like everyone knows it's like way more fun doing this other stuff then I was talking to Kai the other day and I was like honestly the main reason that I like going out which is literally once a month and I Bella can attest to this I am a show up early and leave early person I literally show up like uncomfortably early for the host so it's like Jordan <laughs> no one's ready <laughs> like, just here to catch up so that I can get quality time with everyone and then I brought you the- a little housewarming bottle of wine if you want to <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hey I'm here and I know the party starts in 30 minutes and nobody's gonna come for about an hour after that <laughs> but I'm here So I'm a show up early and leave early kind of person. But the best part about going out and being social is how much better coming home and watching a show feels after. And so I'll leave to ensure that I have time because kind of strict bedtime that I have time to watch a show when I'm home to like decompress for the night because it's truly the best part of my week. So yeah, it's really really done a full 360 especially since we're in college but even in the past like two years and it's kind of I guess 180 because 360 would be back back to where we started (laughs) (laughs) but it's really nice and like if I think about it I think back to our old ways of fun and I think a lot of them were like superficial and like we we weren't actually finding joy in any of those things and now I'm like truly finding joy in the things that I do so mm-hmm. it's like a net win but we can definitely get into like the morning phase because I think that's a big part of it but yeah I think this is a great topic of conversation I know and it's funny because I, I think our old concepts of fun was like we weren't actually doing fun things we were just escaping bad feelings like Mm -hmm. there we I mean we did do fun things that would have been fun if we weren't like totally hammered but we were always totally hammered and yes that was fun too like we did have a good time but it's just like it doesn't feel the same as it used to like it doesn't bring me that level of excitement or joy that maybe it used to um and shit, I was going somewhere with that. Hmm. You were saying we were like escaping, oh, which I think. Yes, but I was going to transition and talk about back to the bedtimes really quickly is I was talking to one of my coworkers today and she was saying she's trying to go to bed early. And I was like, yeah, ever since I've gotten this aura ring, like I'm not perfect, but it does really make me want to be a lot stricter around my bedtime because I really do see that when I go to bed around 9.30 to 10.30, like that's my sweet spot. And like, I just feel so much better the next day and like sleep so much better when I do that. And so I've started to become a strict bedtime person or like I'm transitioning to that. And she was like, yeah, I had this one friend who like would always go to bed at 10 PM. Like that was always her bedtime. Even on a weekend, she'd go out to the party and make sure she got home at 9 PM. So she could go to bed at that time. And she was like, I just don't relate to that at all because I was always thinking like, wow, she must be missing out on so many fun things. Like she's missing out on all of these, I don't know, all of these exciting things that we're getting into like later each night or whatever. And 
then she countered it and she's like, but I guess there's also probably a lot in the mornings that maybe I'm missing out on. And, but, and I was like, it's so funny. Cause now I relate more to the friend. I'm like, I used to think like, oh, if you're not out at the bar until 4am in your twenties, like, yeah, like maybe I, maybe I am missing out on something, but now I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm gaining so much more. Like I'm feeling like true, I don't know, just like a broader, like depth or broader range of joy and good feelings. Like mm-hmm. maybe they're not all like exciting happiness, but there's a, a lot of peace that I feel in this new fun that I have, which is, it's better in a way. Like it's different. I mean, I also had fun at the bars, but you know, it's just, it's different and exciting for me right now. It's more what I want yeah. right now. It's also, it gives us what we need right now. And I think that's kind of how this transition kicked off for me was that, and like, this is honestly a big reason why I ended up like taking that six month break from drinking is because I really liked my job and I was in a very happy relationship and I had a dog and like, I had all these things in my life that needed more attention than I was giving them because I was giving so much attention to going out and drinking the way that I was in college. And I think that like, to your point, a lot of it is that it, it is, it, that was fun. Like, yeah. I mean, I think we were absolutely, I was absolutely escaping a lot. Like there was a lot of negative repercussions to the way that we were drinking. Like a lot of things probably would have been a lot more fun if we weren't as fucked up as we were. And also anywhere that we were, like, it doesn't matter if we were in Europe or in Vegas or in Cabo or at the diviest bar at our college, we were doing the exact same thing. And like, whatever, like, good. There's a, there's a time and place for that, but like, we're moved on. Part of the reason that I ended up moving on was because like my life started filling up with things that I wanted to give more energy to. And I couldn't without having like a strict bedtime, without having the energy of like routine sleep with work, especially like I need to be a morning person. And it's very hard. I would say almost impossible to be a morning person five days out of the week and not be a morning person on the weekend. I think it really fucks up your flow. If you're like, sleeping in and like staying up really late and sleeping in like then you're spending all week catching up and you're never going to want to like wake up at six or six thirty so I feel like that's kind of how the change started for me was like honestly it was like survival like I simply did not have the time to be doing these like crazy high dopamine low sleep like crazy lifestyle weekends And then try and like manage a job that I loved and manage my healthy relationship and like take care of my dogs. And so it just became like a necessity. Like I had, I had to change. And that's like, obviously when I took my six month break. Mm -hmm. I know. What would you say? Like, if you're looking at maybe what fun used to be for you and like what fun is now? Like, I know what fun used to be in college for us was partying. Like we could just round that out. It was partying. (laughs) Absolutely. But I guess what is fun now for you? Yeah, I feel like I've been thinking about this a lot recently and like just like in this time, you know, as I've been transitioning, like what are the things that I that really bring me joy? And I feel like there's a couple things and like one of those things is connecting. Like I love 
having quality time with people. It really brings me joy. It fills my cup. I feel good after I have like quality time with people that I love and care about. And so that's like connection is a big thing. Um, honestly, rest is so fun to me. Like having no responsibilities and no like expectation of my time and being able to like just rest and do nothing and have no responsibilities is really fun. And then the other thing that I would say is like probably the most fun, like everyone's like, okay, you're so lame with these ones. I really love exploring. And so I love going to new restaurants, going to new bars, like grabbing a drink somewhere that I've never been to going to like a new hike, going to new concerts. Like I think, and I actually have learned a lot from, you know, my dopamine research. And one of the things obviously that like cutting back drinking has taken is a lot of like one of my big sources of dopamine, which also nicotine at the time. Um, and like novelty is a kind of source of dopamine, like doing novelty things. is like really good for a dopamine chasing brain. So it makes sense. But like, I love exploring and doing new things. Like that's one of the things that brings me the most joy and I find the most fun. What mm-hmm. about you? Um, yeah, I think something that has shifted a lot for me and we were talking about this in Hawaii too, is like, I am just so content just like being (laughs) anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I like doing new things and exploring new things, but like, I'm also good to just not, I'm also good to just sit and do a puzzle and talk or read, or I like, I like stability and like quiet and calm. And I think it's because I have I have so much anxiety that it's to just be able to like sit and feel safe somewhere is like really comforting for me. So I think also we're talking about our concept of fun 360. I think it has 360, but like from childhood back, like, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. we went crazy for a little bit and I'm like all the way back to like, what are things I love to do as a kid? As a kid, I loved to ice skate. I still love ice skating. I loved to Mm -hmm. dance and perform. And I still love doing that. I loved doing puzzles. Like I loved hanging out with friends and just being outside, being at the beach. And like now I just spend my time doing things that little Autumn loved to do. And it's something that I've like just kind of witnessed living at home too. Like, you know, my brothers are. 13, 11, and nine turning 14, 12, and 10, which is crazy. And just every weekend, like they're like just now getting to the age where you're like starting to have sleepovers kind of, but so they're not even doing that every weekend. Like most weekends, they're just like hanging out at home with, with my mom and my stepdad. Like that's what little kids do, but like, they're so excited on a Friday night to like watch a movie and get candy. Like they, that it like does bring them so much joy. I'm like, wow, it's so like simple. Like what, when did I get to a point where I needed to have so much on my to-do to feel like that was a fulfilling weekend. But now I'm back to the point where I'm just like, I have no plans for the weekend. and I am stoked about it. I do have plans. I have yoga teacher training, but outside of that, I have no social agenda and it doesn't make me sad. Like Mm -hmm. I, I will see Sean. Maybe I'll see another friend. And we don't have any plans. Like, are we going to go to the beach? Maybe. Are we going to do nothing? Maybe. But I'm going to connect, like you said. And I'm also going to be doing yoga. So I'll have like a bit of physical movement outside. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like life is so, I'm, I've am i been really leaning into 
just appreciating like the simple things and like being really energized and fulfilled by little things. Like it doesn't, it doesn't need to be as big as it used to be for me. Yeah. I think the like kid thing is so true. I really, I mean, I I would talk about this. My year of the hobbies was last year, but I'm bringing it into this year too. And I'm keeping it up. Mm -hmm. And I think like, yeah, when we were little, we just did so many things because like we were bored. Like we weren't bored, but like we, like our parents were like, I don't know, we have to keep you occupied. And like, I was like a, <laughs> such a hyperactive, like ADHD little child that I did so many things constantly. Like I had to constantly be stimulated. And there was a way to do that at one point in time without alcohol, without like all these things. And then all of a sudden, like alcohol came into my life. And I mean, I think I'm an extreme example, but like alcohol came into my life. And then I was like, oh, this is like a really easy way to be occupied for like lots of time. And I'm very mm-hmm. prone to boredom. And so, but I think to your point, like if you are feeling like you are like me and you're over, you like need to be overstimulated to enjoy yourself because of like, you're like, well, now that I drink, like I, that's what I want to be doing. Or like, I want to be in like high energy social situations, like dancing, loud music, like it, there doesn't even need to be alcohol, but like, you really need to feel like you need to be overstimulated to enjoy yourself. It's probably because you're like dopamine chasing. And I think it's important to note that the more that you like hold back from that and the more that you do things that maybe you, you feel like are boring at first, like getting back into reading or like puzzling that aren't so high stimulation, the more that like those things will turn into fun for you. And so I think (laughs) that's one thing I've realized, like there is kind of a transition period of like, "Eh, things are like boring. Like I have to like be comfortable being bored, but then you're like, oh no, but now little things are fun and I'm finding so much joy and like little moments of peace or like finding, starting a new book or like whatever it is, there's just so much more fun in your life and more opportunity for fun when you like take a step back from Mm -hmm. the stimulation. I know I was kind of like giggling to myself when you're talking about puzzling because I was remembering I just finished a puzzle by myself and the adrenaline that I got putting those like last few pieces in, I was like, this is crazy. My heart is, I'm like, there's so much (laughs) going on and it's just a puzzle like I don't know it's it, it, it was I was cracking myself up but like even that I was cracking myself up I was just having fun by myself like mm-hmm. that's something crazy that I didn't know how to do before and yeah so it has been fun figuring that out even though I'm sure there's some people listening that are just like you guys are just grandmas admit it you know and like maybe yeah. you are, but maybe grandmas have it right so <laughs> also I think I think back to like partying and obviously there were I don't know I honestly don't know if there were people that would partied harder than us like I truly don't (laughs) I think at the time I thought there were but like we partied really hard so I'm like I've been there done that like you cannot out party me I don't care if you're doing it longer like I promise I will beat you in whatever stupid shit you've done I've done it worse (laughs) I mastered it we're done yeah like I literally I had a crown in the bars like and I just think I th- I mean I think that's part of the reason we became grandma so early is I just like got over it but also I look back and I'm like I did it like I love that I got to do all of those experiences and do all those things and like there's obviously some things that I'm like still gonna enjoy but like I don't know I'm like I don't 
look back, I mean, there are some like little things I regret, but not like in, in general, like I really enjoyed college and I enjoyed that phase of life. And I think it set me up perfectly to be ready to stop. (laughs) I think that was great. Also, I think about it. Blacked out me was just really had my own best interests at heart. She just, (laughs) she just knew that I would get over it quicker. That was the plan. She was investing in my future. (laughs) But I think that we should chat about like the mourning period and like the little bit of period of grief because Mm -hmm. as amazing as I feel now there was definitely a time that like it took a little bit of time to be like fully very happy with where I am and like not at all sad about missing out like now I'm I truly Mm -hmm. am not sad at all I think my Mm -hmm. I'm so happy with like where I'm at but there was like probably months of like this weird one foot in two worlds feeling of like, I kind of am really craving that, but like, I know it's not what's going to work for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, So like, how have you experienced that or like dealt with that? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it was a long time. Like it is easy for me to say now, like, oh, I'm so happy. But there was like, I don't know. I think it also kind of, it's hard to say like when it started and when it stopped. And I think it's kind of like graduating and then it took like probably a year and a half. And I think there's so many other factors that come into play in that year and a half. But like mm-hmm. a big part of it was just like not knowing like what was fun to me anymore and how I wanted to spend my time doing. And yeah, I felt like I lived like one foot in both worlds for a while. And I didn't know what else to spend my time doing for a while. Like if I wasn't going to be like out partying with friends, I literally was like, Mm, should I go to Target? <laughs> like, what do <laughs> I do? <laughs> like, Which I still do sometimes. I, it's still, <laughs> when yeah, I have too it's much fun. free time. It's, it's fun to go to Target sometimes still. It's like, oh, I have nothing new on Friday. Let's go to Target. I have a hundred dollars I want to spend. <laughs> <laughs> I just got paid. Yeah, but no, that was like, I didn't know any anything fun to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I slowly eased into it by getting into hobbies again. Like the first thing was ice skating. The thing that felt most natural, most comfortable for me to get into at first. And then after that, I branched out further into like triathlon and dance. And I and now the podcast and the hobbies have just like, they're taken over my life. Like, I feel like I only do hobbies and I love it. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. taken over my life sounds like a bad thing, but it just, once I started asking myself, like, what do I like to do? How do I spend my time? And just started doing those things, sprinkling those things more into my week where I could, it just started to feel good. And yeah, there was a period of like uncomfortability and a long period of uncomfortability and a long period of loneliness and sadness. And I think part of that too, is just because me and you picked places to live where like, we didn't have our like core college friend group. And so that comes into it too. It's like, we were kind of forced into figuring out new ways of fun I think yeah we we won the partying award too (laughs) but (laughs) I think if we didn't pick to like live in cities away from people we might have been in that cycle for a little longer than Mm -hmm. than we ended up doing it I think we were kind of like sink or swim like yeah and and we found what makes us happy and like luckily both decided to like be on the same path in cities far away and like kind of always mirroring each other in that way. But 
But yeah, I was sad for a while. And I think the thing that got me out of it, hobbies. That's like my number one answer. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's like, and like take up, especially if you want to change, like, and you don't know how, or like you're scared. Like, I think the best thing you can do is just be busy with like things that you enjoy doing because you're honestly just going to phase out any, any habit that you're not enjoying doing. Like, and I think for me, the morning period, there was like a little bit on both sides, but like part of the morning, like you said, like started when I was still trying to pretend like that was bringing me joy. And I would like force going out and be like, this is what I do when I'm feeling lonely. And like, this is what I do to decompress. And I would like go out and it would just make me feel like shit. And I was like, there was like a, a period before the second half of morning that was like knowing that I needed to stop and like change the way that I was like living my life. And also just being like, but I don't fucking know how to do that. Like what? Like I literally, I'm going to lose all my friends. I'm going to be like a loser. Like what am I, how do I change this? And so I think that's another part is like, there's kind of a pre phase of like, I want to still be in college. I really want to still be living with my 10 roommates and coming home like after a night at the bars and like smoking weed on the porch. And then like watching a movie, you know, like staying up to like 2am giggling on the couch. Like I there's part of me that wants that, but like, I one, I'm not going to get it. That's just not realistic. Like I don't like the wings up anymore. And two, it's just like in reality, not what's going to make me feel good. And so if you're in that phase, I think filling up your time with hobbies is like the easiest way. And also like, I love a day event. Like I love a lunch. I love a happy hour. Like I'm always going to be the one to push for like earlier start times, earlier events, because I'm like, I would love to come see everyone if it's at the brewery at 2 PM. And then I can go home and have a whole evening to myself on the weekend. Cause my evening weekends are so sacred to me. Like, mm-hmm. so like there's also other options beyond like just being a full grandma, like just, just start your night earlier and get home by bedtime. <laughs> you could also be a full grandma because that's fun too if that is what makes you happy it is really <laughs> fun okay wait I want to know before we wrap up what what did you learn in your yoga class that inspired this okay so basically on Sunday I had a religious experience <laughs> so we went to this there's two studios there's part of like my yoga teacher training they're both called riffs and one is in La Jolla and one is in Ocean Beach and so we went to the Ocean Beach location to do a special different type of yoga class called Anusara yoga. And Anusara yoga is more, I would say a more like religious form of yoga. And it's still like a movement class, but the, the theme of the class and like the first 30 minutes of class was like storytelling. That was like based off of different stories in, in yoga, which is very similar to like I don't know, stories in the Bible, you know, there's like made up characters Mm -hmm. and different gods and goddesses. And so it started off with like this, this story of this, I I made Sean come too. And so Sean was like, what is going on? (laughs) So the lady who teaches this Anusara yoga, she is um, 70 years old, kicking ass. She's hotter than me and like more flexible and stronger and more energized. Like she is amazing. 
And so she told us this whole story for 30 minutes. And then it was a two and a half hour yoga class after that. It's called Sacred Sunday. And her students are like, it's literally like their church. The way she'll like talk to them and they'll answer in ohm or gnome. <laughs> ohm is like, yes. And gnome is like, uh. And so she'll be like, how are we liking this pose? People will be like, gnome, gnome. <laughs> and what? It was a very, very challenging class. And she kept relating it back to just this theme of like remembering that we come from like we are divine and remembering who you are and reunifying with the divine like every living being every being on this earth is divine like the desk in front of you the bed that you're on like everything comes from the same energy source and it's all divine and so it's really a beautiful theme and just a really cool class and then she was like a guest lecturer so then we have a five-hour lecture from her on deity yoga so like more religious yoga and it started off, she's talking about a lot of um, the, the motives that people have when getting involved in yoga, like misaligned motives. A lot of people come to yoga mm-hmm. with the wrong intentions. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to hear these. Like, they're not me. And then she's detailing them. And the first one is trying to fix the wrongness in us. I was like, mm, okay, I was coming to get rid of my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is wanting to feel good and I was like well okay that's also a reason that I do yoga and the third one is desire for like manifesting power or like control I was like okay Mm. well check also another bad reason that I am here in yoga and basically there's the all wrong reasons because it's like we shouldn't you are perfect the way you are because you are divine you should not be like escaping something or trying to control something and then she's talking about this concept of this thing called Shakti Pot. And Shakti means like it's divine feminine energy source. And Pot is like a fall. And so Shakti Pot means like a quick or sudden fall into like power. Um, and the symptoms of Shakti Pot, there's two types. There's like a strong Shakti Pot or like a subtle Shakti Pot. And the strong Shakti Pot symptoms are like a strong feeling of unity, like you're truly seeing like the eternity of the world and just like feeling so connected to everyone. And it's like a very, very like spiritual kind of experience. Like she also said like random energy bouts, like shooting from your spine to your head, like just very people would maybe call them like sudden spiritual awakenings, but a subtle Shakti pot, there's like 10 symptoms. And I was like, okay, I'm having all of these. And the first one is finding worldly fun less satisfying. So like going to the bars is less satisfying, like hooking up with random people and then being drawn to just eating healthy and like treating your body good. Like you just genuinely want to put good things in your body because it makes you feel good. Wanting more sleep, bouts of spontaneous gratitude, maybe randomly crying because nature is so beautiful. (laughs) feeling spontaneous bouts of creativity being fascinated by spiritual teachings um increasing sensitivity to things but you're also feeling like stronger in a way um harder to relate to friends with no spiritual sensitivity and she was talking about how in the beginning it's kind of like you feel disconnected from your friends who aren't on the same path as you but then as you get deeper into it you're like oh no I love them too they're just in a different place like I love them too um and then like 
spiritual teachings or you're starting to really relate or like want to dig into spiritual teachings harder. Um, and maybe like feeling like a very subtle, calm or peaceful presence with you when you're quiet and alone. And she was just explaining all of these. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling all of these. Like I'm having a very subtle Shakti Pa and it's like an awakening. And basically it's like the beginning of the process of remembering that like we are divine and you are perfect the way you are and there's nothing to change. All you have to do is remember. And and it was really sweet. And she's like, and also once you have your Shakti Pa, she's like, you can't go back. It's like when, you know, when you go into a parking garage and then like they have like the slats for the tires. If you reverse, you're like, fuck your tires up. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's what happens with your Shakti Pa. You can't really, really go back. And um, like one of the guys in my class, he was like, yeah, I, kind of, I tried to reverse last night. I slashed my tires because he was saying he got hammered last night and felt like shit. He's like, I reversed on accident. I ruined the tires. <laughs> but it was just interesting because I was like, oh, this concept of Shakti Pa, it's like, I'm feeling that. And like, that is mm-hmm. what this concept of like fun is changing. And it doesn't feel like I'm losing something or maybe it did for a while, but now it doesn't because I feel like I'm gaining a deeper understanding of me, of who I, what I want to do in the world, like yeah, what my, what my place is and like what, I don't know, what things mean. And like, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's my frontal lobe or my Shakti pot or what's going on, but All I of thought it. that was a cute <laughs> concept. And, and I've really just been having so much fun my own teacher training course. And I'll have to do like a whole episode yeah. on that once a I am dive. a done. Well, yeah. Once I'm like further in or closer to being done, we'll do like a whole deep dive on it. But but yeah, I thought that was a really cute concept. And everyone in my class was like, yep, I relate to all of those symptoms. And I was like, me too. So if you are having a Shakti pot, it's okay. It'll be good. You're gaining. Also, <laughs> yeah, I think that that is cute to think about. And like a lot of people probably feel that just like graduating college and growing up. And like, you mm-hmm. can feel like distant from people that you feel like aren't on the same path as you. And like, you want to start treating your body better. So I think a lot of people that listen We'll probably relate to that so that's really cute thanks for sharing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well thanks everyone for listening as always we love having you um please write us a review rate us on everything because that's truly 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 the most wonderful thing you can do for the podcast to support us um also like download subscribe follow our accounts but honestly rating and reviewing is truly the best um and we announced our giveaway winner and stay tuned follow the accounts to see what the next giveaway is gonna be i don't know when we're gonna announce that but i'm not making any promises because we're all slow so <laughs> so just stay tuned we're not gonna over promise and under deliver here we're just gonna <laughs> yeah. promise and deliver maybe it'll be two yeah. weeks later than we than we said <laughs> yeah exactly but cool well see you next week Okay, amazing. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs>